Morning, Bob Evans, FTE. Uh, I just thought I haven't been on here for quite a while doing a podcast uh, because I've been pretty busy doing so many other different things. Um, but the latest blog I've just written is about asking for help and why it's not a sign of weakness. As you already know, that I've been a firefighter and been through quite a few things in myself um, with mental health issues, and I've kind of dealt with them. But uh, in doing so, I've kind of toyed or pursued cycling as an alternative therapy and it really has worked for me and this has grown and what I'm trying to do is raise awareness of PTSD and mental health um, and also um, highlight cycling as a alternative exercise. So I'm cycling across the Algarve in October to raise funds for the firefighters charity and the Alerta which is basically the Bomberos in the Algarve which it's been a mammoth task and the cycling part I think is probably the easiest part <laughs> even though it's 164k in one day. I'm being joined by UK firefighters I'm hopefully, hopefully having um, Bomberos join me as well but because of all the fires I have in here at the moment it's really difficult to get a confirmation. But anyway asking for help so I've been a doTERRA um, advocate for wellness advocate for quite a few years um, and been using the supplements and deep blue rubs to help me and my immune system to keep me going and I thought why not ask for them for help uh, I've just blown away they've come back and they've come back with even more than I can imagine and this is growing and the support has just been unbelievable uh, just fantastic so the point of asking for help you might think, oh, people are going to judge me, you're going to ridicule me. And I've been there in situations on the fire station. I've seen it. It's been directed at me and I've seen it directed at other people in my job. And people take the mickey. You're judged. You're compared. You're like, oh, flipping out. What's the point? The worst thing that can happen is somebody says to me, oh, for God's sake, man up. Wow. You know, for a bloke to hear that is <clears throat> you instantly go back into your shell and you shut down. So... Asking for help isn't something to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be afraid of. Um, when people are trapped in a car, they're not asking for help, but it's obvious they need help. They're not getting out unless we cut them out. So you go in there and you help them. Um, to help people, kind of think anybody who's in any part of the services uh, or a caring parent or anything else, if we've got humanity about us, we want to help. And there's nothing better than giving uh, and not receiving back. That's the gift that we give, which is just bloody brilliant. One thing we could do, and I guess most people possibly do, is we we learn to dissociate from the pain or the feelings that we get and we become desensitised to life, which is a horrible route to go down. That's not good for us, it's not good for others, and basically that affects your relationships at work, your friends and at home. This needs to kind of change. And the worst case scenario, I suppose, in that is that um, we'll condition ourselves to tolerate that pain, tolerate that discomfort, be in that discomfort zone, be in your comfort zone, because it's what you're used to. This is not a nice place to be. So my ways of getting out of it is to do exercise, is to sit with it and ask myself, what is the problem? Because when you're stressed and overload, overloaded and overwhelmed, really is difficult to see what the actual issue is. Um, 
I suppose I've been conditioned for 28 years when I was in the fire service that when you turn up to a job and you're in charge, you've got that 10 second window to make that life death situation decision. Um, you're assessing and prioritizing and which has to be dealt with first. Prevent the fire escalating, well, especially save life first, prevent the fire escalating and then deal with everything else from there. So I suppose I'm lucky in that respect, but maybe not so lucky because I've had a lot of things I've had to see. Now, if that was a, uh, I say a physical injury, we, we kind of, mental health, we don't become, you know, we just switch off and we don't become aware of it. But if that was a physical injury, anybody who's cut themselves on their hand, that will be quantifiable because you know how you did it, you time the date, and you can also kind of sort of see what why you did it, um, how you did it, it may be an accident, but it's happened. But then you can see the recovery over the days as it gets, you know, more dexterity, you're not knocking it on everything, but trust me, when you've cut your finger, you'll knock it on everything, so you're aware of it. So if you kind of take that back to mental health, if you're aware of something, then you can start to deal with it. And sometimes we have to go still and quiet and just breathe. Are we aware of how we're breathing? I know when I've got up to incidents, sometimes you, you can almost like you, your pulse is racing. You're thinking, flipping it, and you take a deep breath. Right, calm yourself down, make rational decisions because you have to be sensible. And like I say, people's lives are at stake. But sometimes I, you know, I find myself thinking, blimey, my, my heart's racing. I can hear it in my ears. And it's almost because you've got so many things you're trying to control. It's almost a senses overload. Um, I'd like to say that I kept myself calm, um, in control of everything. I've made some bloody good decisions. And I'd like to think that most people have said before they've been looked upon as a good leading fireman and made some you know, just and right decisions, even going against policies. But it saved life. And that's what it's all about. So... If it was a, for instance, if you had put a pebble in your shoe, you're aware of that shoe, it's discomfort, it's irritating, it's there. Well, you've got two options. You either keep going and become comfortable in that discomfort zone, or you stop and take it out. Now, if you've had that stone in your shoe for a long, long time, you've adjusted and your body is compromising for it and you kind of get used to it, you tolerate it. Now you've taken that stone out, your body now has to readjust. And that's where with mental health, it can be a little bit difficult. And we start to, oh, not too sure about that. Oh, crikey, that's something's come up. I don't like that. Because we're readjusting and resetting our nervous system back into a calm state. When we're, we're in heightened alert from being uh, under stress all the time, we're used to that cortisol levels rising, adrenaline. But over a long period, that's just not good for our immune system. That will come out in skin issues, uh, your stomach issues, you name it. Um, I still get them now. I still get triggered. I've been bitten by loads of mosquitoes out here and my skin is irritated up because that's where it's kind of coming out in my system. So we have to be aware of these things. Now, if I was sat on the floor, collapsed, and asking for help, would you just walk past or would you ignore me? And likewise, would I walk past you? Now, the difference is when you're asking for help is it's about perspective. How do you see it? So 
what if it was me standing by you whilst you're sat on the floor? If I was to reach down an outstretched hand and ask, can I help you? What would you be thinking and what would you consider? Am I? And the other question is, am I asking for me or am I asking for you? Who's asking for help here? Because what it might be that I need you to stand up next to me and support me to do the job that I want to go and do. It might be that I need the companion and someone to talk to and lean on. And it might be that if I led down or sat down, I'd be so knackered and exhausted, I might not get back up. So again, it's how we it's how we deal with stuff, is how we actually go through. It's, a, it's about perspective. We're here to help each other. And being aware of it is how we start to um, identify where we need help and where we can move and progress from. So if we take time to sit still and just be, not only does this take courage, but it also takes um, that mental strength to kick in and change where you can now identify what the actual issue is. You have to give yourself space to do that. When some people aren't comfortable with just being quiet and this is this is meditation but it's meditation isn't just sitting there and there are ways of making noises that are good for your vocals and, and changing things and it's all about your vag vagus nerve which I'm not going to go into depth now but I am training on it but it's about allowing thoughts to come and then go to acknowledge them to see them you may as you're sitting there quietly start feeling discomfort and pain in your body and your you know in your hips or your knees or but you're also then aware of how the ground or the chair is supporting you. It's becoming aware of feelings in your body. I'm very aware of when the little mosquitoes are biting me. Even, you know, this it's a horrible feeling, but I become really aware of my body. So if I'm out cycling, I'm aware of what's starting to ache. So I'll ease off slightly so it doesn't become an issue. If that kind of makes sense, that's great. But <clears throat> what we also need to do is, is then counteract that. So allow yourself time to sit and just be but then also give yourself something of a boost and that could be in a, in a gentle boost that could be taking a, a small walk and exercise it could be listening to to nature it could be actually going out in nature um listen to upbeat music if if you want to get out it just put a coat on just because it's raining just get out because when you come back in you'll really feel the benefits of being back in the house give yourself permission to just be and just sit quietly even if it's just drinking that coffee rather than grabbing it putting it in the travel cup and driving which is a stupid thing to do anyway driving and drinking coffee or beer um we should be just sitting and enjoying that five minutes let me have my coffee because i know whenever i was on duty i didn't have a guaranteed toilet break or a guaranteed dinner break there was no guarantees you're on call once you're in that station door you're on duty so I now make the most of it. Now asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It does take strength and courage. To take yourself from where you are now to a place to where you can be, feel grounded and relaxed is exactly why you want to help. ask for help. I like to consider myself, I'm far from weak. Um, 
at present, I'm probably the strongest and fittest I've ever been because of the cycling and the conditioning and mental training um, that I've done for myself. Uh, it's been hard work. It's been two years of graft, journaling, processing. But I'm in a good place and I'm actually ready to help other people. And I feel totally different. Um, but I've had to sit and work on it. And how has this happened? Well, because I realised I had to make a choice and I also needed rescuing. That was my awareness. I needed rescuing. Like an Alcoholics Anonymous, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, I'm not. But as someone to admit something, I needed rescuing. I was at my lowest point and I needed to do something about it. So I did. And I've always turned to exercise to try and get that into it. So do what you need to do. Um, as long as it's not affecting others, that's great. And it's one of the, it's you'll know when you're ready to deal with stuff, because I've offered help to to many people. And sometimes when you're, I say under the cosh, when you're under the under the stress and strains, you cannot see it. You can't see the wood for the trees, as they say, isn't it? You, you just cannot see it. It takes sometimes to just step off or to voice it when you can actually talk to somebody and even hear yourself saying it you're thinking flipping heck am I going through all that and then you realize just how resilient and how strong you are and then you start to look at the problems as each one and I've always looked at it as a each problem I had going through stuff is a, a pebble or a rock and I used to think well okay that's that that and that well actually that's not mine so I'll give it back to somebody mentally in my head that's not mine I'm not dealing with that and that's how I got through things but once you start speaking and you've got somebody who wants to listen being heard is incredibly powerful I hope this helps um, like I say I'm, I'm in for this cycle ride on the 28th of October it's massively growing really quickly and positivity is infectious but without support, and this has come from doTERRA and Healing Hands projects, just incredible that not only are they going to support me, but they're going to match the money we raise and donate it to charities that we're raising them for. But without their support, it would be bloody difficult. Cycling on my own, dealing with your own mental health is difficult on your own. So I'd encourage you to definitely speak up and don't suffer in silence because you'll be amazed at just how many can relate to you. And I know when I used to talk about stuff in the fire service at, around the mess table that people would actually think, oh, flipping it. And I will have left. People are actually coming back and said, I'm really glad you started doing this, um, Fireman's Tired Eyes, the FTE, because they needed to hear it because they're no longer alone in feeling or coming up with the thoughts that they're getting. So collectively, we can get together. I don't want to use together as you know, stronger, because although we are, because that's all getting the political rubbish that the people throw at us. This is about human people coming together to help. Um, we can do this, like I say, just reach out, speak out. You don't have to suffer in silence. And I'm hoping that if I keep pursuing, um, keep inspiring, then more and more people will join me. Um, Keep looking out, keep following. If you like it, then please do um, subscribe, follow on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. 
but this is Rob Evans on from FTE signing off on Spotify and Anchor.fm. I say ciao for now. Bye.